Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Hello, everyone. This is the Morning Morning Recap. I think you all are surprised to see me here because I'm supposed to be in Kansas City right now. Uh, yeah, what happened? I'm supposed to be recovering from a, a sick tailgate, you know, an awesome show, and then a Awesome Kansas City Chiefs victory. Uh, None of those things happened. No, no, no. That's what's what I'm saying. Uh, me and Ross both did make it to the airport on time for our 6 a.m. flight out of Delta. Uh, apparently, Delta just didn't want to make its 6 a.m. flight for us. Yeah. Um, it got pushed back to 6.30, pushed back to 7, 7.30. And then eventually they had us flying out of New York LaGuardia. Uh, not really sure how that was going to Laid over in New York? Instead of Atlanta, yeah, sure, sure. that'll that'll get makes sense. Kansas yeah. City, yeah, 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 yeah. It's one coast to the other, and back to the center of the country. Uh, yeah, so uh, me and Ross got stranded here. We woke up at three a.m. for nothing. Ubered back home. Uh, then I went to Kirby Lane and had an amazing breakfast. Are you pumping up Kirby Lane? It's pretty average. Ah, uh, the, the fried <laughs> it's pretty the, whatever. The fried chicken Benedict. Uh, I have to. I have to recommend that. And you get some holidays on the side, and you dip your crispy potatoes in the hollandaise. It's like a glorified 100%. Austin that, version of Denny's. Kirby Lane is good. You guys need to stop shitting on Kirby, Kirby it's Lane. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to shit on it. It's perfectly fine. They have queso for breakfast. Like, what more do you want? It's, it's good. Fine. It's good queso. Yeah, too. I would get annoyed. My wife used to want to eat there all the time, and I would just like. Try to think of anything but fucking Kirby Lane. Essentially, it's fine though. Like if you, because it has like everything on the menu, but it really is like a Denny's. But you oh, know, what? I'm so sorry. Are you a real lost night? You go to Snooze. Snooze is nationwide. That is also a, a massive chain. <laughs> they have those in Denver. They I actually, also have torches in Denver. They do have that yeah. in Denver. Why do all like there's like these sub cities of America that have all like similar hipster chains? It's starting to infiltrate Idaho too. Boise, Boise's starting to get there. Well, I heard. Well, get what? Boise's becoming like Denver, Austin. Yeah, of like it's Idaho. Just people trying to find anywhere else to go where a house costs under a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Salt Lake City's probably next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like ooh, come. Mm-hmm. We've got film festivals and the snow, but I guess. But weak beer, very weak beer. I'm outdoorsy. And the- yeah, van life. Uh. It, the people that Polyamory. I know that... <laughs> Listen, you can still get a reasonable house in Manhattan, Kansas right now. That's true. 200K. Gets, it can also be a, taken away in a tornado. Pretty long. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of the reason you live in Kansas, right? Yeah. It's a God can just come down and fuck your house at any moment. Mm-hmm. Well, you do that in Florida, too. But I mean, in Kansas, you're kind of hoping for it. In Florida, you, you have warning that it's coming. Like the hurricane, they know. Like they, they, it, they see it off the coast of Africa. Like it's coming in slow and hot. You have time to leave. In with a tornado, it's just boom, and it's there. I thought they had pretty good like weather prediction of that these days. Not, not really. I mean, kind of better, but not for t- tornadoes. Still, you have like minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, maybe you're a storm chaser, though. Maybe you want to live that life. I want a storm chase. Can we do a storm chasing podcast? Who's, I would do it. Who was the hot girl in the movie Twister? Helen Hunt. Yeah, it was <laughs> Helen Hunt. That was the only <laughs> chick. <in the> Twister. <laughs> what? You know, one of the biggest actresses of the 90s, Helen Hunt. I was high most of the 90s. There's not a chance you were high at eight years old, Giorgio. Well, let's not. Have you met my father? Yeah. No. Who knows what Giorgio accidentally ate. I also enjoy that. When he was sniffing. 
Whiskey? A little bit of that Elmer's. Yeah, a house full of glue and discarded drugs. Oh, I feel like I did like kind of huff modeling paint as a kid. Look, I love the smell of gasoline as we, a child. We all smelled markers and gasoline. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then I snorted uh, pixie sticks. Wow. That's, that's, that's another level. It hurt. You never did yeah. it? Yeah. No, I never snorted a pixie stick. It was like a dare? No. No. You didn't have a childhood, did you? It was very sheltered, I guess. Because <laughs> I wasn't blasting rails of pixie sticks. <laughs> they weren't allowed to eat meat on Fridays. Um, well, yeah, as Catholic, you, you know, it was probably developed by you know, the big fish. I, I, I'm, oh, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the Catholic Church had a, a deal with, you know... Big fish. Big fish. I yeah. think that's what inspired the filet of fish sandwich. It literally is, yes. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there was some McDonald's owner in some very Catholic town, and he was like, nobody comes here on fucking Fridays. In Lent. Like, I'm just losing, bleeding money on Fridays. I have an idea. Yeah, so he started frying up a fish. Give me that square. I love me a good fried, square fried cod. Are you kidding me? Sign me up. Yeah. Tastes like fucking childhood. Double sauce. You know what's as boring as talking about filet of fish? Hmm. An all-female main card in MMA this weekend. Why, why are we starting or, there? <laughs> why not? Because the there's a lot Georgia? of exciting things that happen. Sure, Marina maybe. Rodriguez won. Yeah. O- on to the Tyson Fury fight. Well, I'm, I'm going to come back to this. No, fight. no, I, that I, should I, I, be I, I, the I, fucking Monday morning recap, Giorgio. You're terrible at this. I've, I have like 10 minutes You need to on get this. back behind the desk. <laughs> you are not talent. Guys, guys, Mackenzie Dern, Mariah Rodriguez. First of all, everyone had Mackenzie Dern. She was the overall betting favorite. Everyone walking that thinking she was just going to like sure, walk through and that this girl. she was going to win and that she was going to hop most talented monster for the title shot because Carla Esparza will never get a title shot because Dana White hates her for some reason. No, we get this. This is deep state fucking UFC stuff. Nobody cares. Do we have Jacob Nickel in this the This is a general sports <laughs> podcast on the Monday morning recap. I will circle back around this at the end. Is that okay? So many things happened this weekend that no one cares about the UFC. This yeah, it's not. I don't know any of those names. Like, I, I just had to picture two like fucking like business catalog models. Rob, look like, at me. Look at me. Yeah, women's strawweight division, loaded division <laughs> that no one gives a shit about. Strawweight. We understand. One hundred and fifteen pounds. Nice. Does sound pretty? But we'll go on. We'll we'll carry on. We'll go on with Dan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to start with Tyson Fury? It sounds like you do. Yes. Okay, go ahead. I mean, it was uh, one Sean of the greatest Chunk. heavyweight fights of all time that I have not, that I did not watch live, by the way, because I thought it was going to be trash, because I thought he was going to destroy Wilder again, and mm. he, he did knock out Wilder in the 11th round, had to watch it Sunday night, or Sunday. Knowing what happened? Knowing what happened, yeah. Dan oh. leans on me and goes, there's no way he loses, right? It's, it was like 280 plus 280 or something like no, that? No, no, Fury was like minus 300. Yeah, it was the other way. It's minus 300, yeah. And you're like, there's no way he loses. I'm like, yeah, there's, there's, there's no way. And then I kind of get worried. <laughs> How do you think I felt in the fourth round? Uh, when, you know, Wilder landed some shots. Knocked him down Knocked twice. Knocked him down twice. The glaze in Tyson Fury's eyes. Fury still had, I think he was outstriking him pretty significantly throughout the entire fight, though. And he does, obviously, he landed that clean shot in the 11th, slapped him. Um, you know, Came back, did his little karaoke like he always does. It's great. Interviewed with his entire coaching staff shirtless. Oh, him and Sugar. Sugar looked good. Sugar looked like he could go 11 rounds himself. So, you know what I was doing Saturday night, though, after the Alabama game? What were you doing? I was watching Squid Game. How was it? So I watched this fight the day after. That's, so you didn't even have an excuse? 
Like you were, you weren't like in a pumpkin patch or something like that. I went to the pumpkin patch on Sunday. Okay, yeah. You were ignoring live sporting events to watch pre-taped television that you could have watched at any time. A very good show. Um, so basically, kind of tears at your, your heartstrings. You basically, know? your girlfriend was just like, "I'm not watching any more fucking sports." I was watching college football all day Saturday. Yeah, and uh, after the Alabama game, I'm like, "All right, well, I don't need to watch the Wilder fight because Wilder's going to get knocked out." Yeah. Okay, so round one. Really amazing. And I'm, this is where I'm really impressed by Deontay Wilder. He's leading with the jab, and he's leading to the body, and he's setting up the power punches, which he basically forgot for the entire round. But round one, I was very impressed with Wilder. He looked like a totally different boxer. He looked like he had actually worked on his boxing, which is something Tyson Fury on kind of touched on in that post-fight conference. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in that fourth round, wow. Like Tyson, Tyson, two and three, Tyson came back, uh, kind of was controlling the fight, probably 10, nine rounds, those to himself each. And then that fourth round, just seeing him go down like that. So Tyson knocks, or sorry, Tyson Fury knocks him down in the third and is looking good. It looks like weathering that like tricky first that he's going to take over this fight. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder gets angry. These are some of the hardest overhand rights that I had seen. And then that check right is also that put him all down he the has, It feels like it shouldn't be notable that a fighter gets angry. Like, I guess, you know. Like they should be used to getting punched in the face in terms of like you got to be professional, keep your head level. But at some point, it's got to be pretty easy to flip that switch, right? Because somebody's punching you in the face. Yes, but is that what you want? Like a lot about Deontay Water, you can tell from his facial expression. Yeah, which is why anything past you know round eight or nine, he was just dead and gassed. You want uh, composure out of a fighter. You don't want a guy to get angry. You don't want a guy to get expose mad. himself. Because then, yeah, he's gonna get. Yeah, kind of fast and loose with how he. Yeah. And Deontay Wilder has gotten this far off one punch. He has, he has an overhand right. That's it. Yeah, like the fact that he's gotten this far is amazing. Just because he, well, he's, he's not a very good or skilled boxer. He was a bronze medalist. He's all. He is strictly power. He is the hardest punching in heavyweight boxing history. But guess what? All he has is a right hand. Like if you can, and clearly, like you You're know, just like you can see it coming a mile away. Eh. Just, well, I guess what I was saying, getting back to, is he got angry and he wasn't thinking as much. He was just reacting. I think that's where he caught Tyson a little bit and really surprised him because he was just reacting to punches, especially that hook that put him down in the sec- put him down the second time. I don't think he really saw it coming. I think Tyson thought he was controlling the fight, was surprised in the fourth, and then at the end of that fourth, when Deontay was really just letting it fly, put him down, and I think him getting back up kind of broke his spirit again. Because at the end of the fight was really interesting. You hear the comments that Deontay said that he was basically cheating. He just wanted to gain a bunch of weight and lean on him mm-hmm. after getting, you know. Yeah, Fury looks pretty, you know, big. <laughs> was, I mean, he's much bigger than Wilder. Yeah, I mean, Wilder came in 20 pounds heavier than this last fight, though, and I think that helped him. I think that's where he got a little bit of that power from. I think that's what, like, kind of drug him into those later rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Fury's on another level. Are we looking at the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time? Um, I think we get caught in the moment and anything that happens at the time is the greatest thing ever. So yes, yes, I will. I will, okay, I will buy okay, as long as yeah. um, I think he's saving boxing. I think he has an, as inspirational to boxing as Muhammad Ali was. I think we'll say that about Tyson Fury in 30 years. Will we say that about his brother, Tommy? I hope so. <laughs> I hope Tommy Fury is the one man to slay Jake Paul. No, he, he can't be. He's not that big of a name. We need Jake to get it all the way to Connor. That's what I need. How much weight does Connor have to put on to fight Jake, though? It doesn't matter. I mean, boxing, yes, it does matter less, but. No, I, I mean, he fought Nate Robinson. He fought fucking Tyron Woodley. Like, it doesn't matter. Jake Paul fought 
or Logan Paul fought Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. None of the, none and, of this matters. And both of them lost to the tiny black guys that they fought. <laughs> both of them lost. Well, Jake didn't. No, lose. Jake. Jake's not lost. Jake is not lost. Mm, I think he lost that fight. Absolutely. I wish. I wish. <laughs> and I wish no, I wish I nobody will ever too. pass Mike Tyson in my my mind. Uh, in terms of like actual, Mike Tyson wasn't the best heavyweight of his era. It, do, it doesn't matter. It, it in my mind, he is the greatest just because sheer entertainment value. I don't care about which is what Tyson Fury is bringing back to boxing, and is what I'm saying. He's interesting. You care. No one has beat him. He has a good name. Great name. Uh, he sings in the voice, ring. Voice does yeah. American Pie a little too much. It's kind of a go-to, but like you're kind of relying heavy on American Pie. Kind of switch it up, Tyson. Like maybe do another song. He's, he's out there singing a six-minute song in the yeah. after after <laughs> after he's beating the heaviest puncher. In not the- a not a short song. Imagine the guy K- that KOs you just stands over your yeah. fucking out cold body and just drops fucking American Pie over your ass. Yeah. That's you are the long, alpha male. Long time ago. It's not even a hype song. I it can still remember. Yeah. That's just bizarre. So he's just a psycho, basically? He's, he's a, a gypsy. Yeah, he's a gypsy. Yeah, so, yeah. Which I, can you still say that? Yeah. A lot like, of people he, try he, to take back gypsy. He self-identifies as a gypsy. I know Traveler... He is the king of gypsies. Traveler is more of the preferred term. But. If there's no one that's ever going to be offended by anything, it's a gypsy. He's he's not like people will be offended on their behalf, but they will not. Be. They will not. No. Yeah, can we he call them gyps? Uh, that is that maybe. sounds yeah, that sounds a little bad, Sean. What did you just say, Sean? Take your mic away. Put I, the mic down. It is not your time yet. I'm gonna dox you later for being that racist, which is fine. I'm gonna have Ari give you give me your address, and I'm gonna post it online. And then people are gonna send him chocolates and poison chocolates. Someone's yeah. gonna kill his dog. Oh, I think it's just right. You usually need regular chocolate for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's just an advent calendar. You, the, your dog gets, yeah, you got to keep that, that advent calendar up high. The dog gets into it. You're R.I.P. Haley, my childhood dog. Your childhood dog was killed by a Christmas calendar? Mm-hmm. Good Lord. You had a, you had a really dark childhood, Dan. It makes sense that didn't happen, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> At least go something better, like he, was, he had his head out the window in the car. You, your dad drove too close to a tunnel <laughs> oh, no. while you were sitting in the fucking front seat. Is that better? Yeah, well, it's, it's a better story. You're just on the way to the beach. The dog's just whapping its tongue, and all of a sudden you're... Yeah. It's like the tunnel said I had six headless, feet clearance yeah. on the side. No. A headless dog comes flailing back into the car. Oh, no, Giorgio. Yes? That, that hit didn't hit quite right, did it? Or did it hit too well? It hit just right. You can't judge him for that. It's afternoon. He can it is it. afternoon. He can Holy hit as shit. big as he wants. If it was still in the 11 o'clock hour, we could judge away. Be like, that's too much drugs. But he's had lunch. It's fine. He's functional. Uh, oh, I did yeah. have lunch at Chipotle. I'll, okay, hot take. The brisket at Chipotle, Good. Uh, if you live outside Texas, uh, is the best meat at Chipotle now. Yeah. yeah. Some say uh, it's the best brisket in Texas. No one has said that. I actually, I think we should do a taste test with La Barbecue and Franklin and stuff like that. Terry Blacks, yeah. And then oh. declare Chipotle the best. That would be so great. We do a blind taste test yeah. with like everyone here, and like one of them is the Chipotle brisket. Like find the Chipotle brisket. Yeah. We chop them all up so they all look the same. And then we just declare the Chipotle brisket the best just to infuriate everyone because 
Who yeah. gives a shit? Of course. Even though it's like people's lives work, life work, like it's an art to people, and Chipotle's just like, well, we they're just <laughs> we got brisket. Now. Yeah, they're just shipping like Arby's brisket to their fucking stores and heating it up on a flat top. Oh, how ha- how happy would that make me if literally Chipotle was outsourcing their brisket to Arby's? It looks the same. Like, they're not smoking it in-house, so it's coming fucking, like, ziplocked to the store. You don't think an employee at Chipotle is just getting in there at, like, 5 a.m.? <laughs> just, you know. It's all small batch. It's all in the oven. Yeah. It's all in the oven and in the pan. Sean knows about that life, don't you, Sean? They're wood chip. Like, it's like the sure wood do. chip in the hotel pan situation. Yep. Yeah, yeah, You got yeah. an overnight guy. <laughs> just slowly kind of basing it and turning it. He's all sad because people don't respect the brisket. Chipotle spent tons of money on hiring these cooks. They actually stole the other Franklin brother. Exactly. That would be rad. I would love that. But what's really happening is they're going to, like, Cisco Foods. They're getting the same brisket that Arby's gets, and they're just heating it up on the flat top, by the way, which is just fucking weird. Like, they, they're taking the already cooked brisket, the slices, it's in the commercial, putting it on the flat top and then sprinkling more spice on it, and then chopping it up and just leaving it on the line. I would totally be okay with them doing all of that and hiring the other Franklin brother and yeah. just marketing in the Franklin yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's there for show, purely. They're like, no, 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 we got it covered. Like, we're getting this shitty brisket. We got a second Franklin cousin. Yeah. Dude, that's how... Just for the name. That's how Black's Barbecue is. There's like 80 different Blacks. The original Blacks, which is by campus, is awful. Because it's not the original Blacks. The only good Blacks is in Lockhart. You don't like the one on Barton? No. I don't, I don't need it. No, no, Terry Blacks is on Barton. Yeah, it's, that's yeah. a different one. Yeah, different but they Blacks. use the same family name. Right. It's all trafficking on that it's name. It's kind of like pizza in New York where it's Ray's. Yeah, yeah, Famous yeah. Ray's. There's a hundred famous Ray's. It's all trafficking on the name. Yeah, which I respect. You know, this is early on SEO. <laughs> Last so, name is early SEO. Yeah, the real world SEO. It's fine. Especially with like the phone book, back in the phone book days. That's how you oh, take advantage of it. Oh, the phone book. Yeah, just like, oh, it's black. There it is. And then you show like, up. And call then... up a pizza place. It's like, oh, no, it's all rays. There's 12 pages of rays. <sighs> Do you understand how many, like, fights that probably cause with husbands and wives and shit like that? Where it's just like, I don't think this is the one. This is the one? It was in the phone book. I just, it doesn't. No, that's, this isn't the place that Sharon said that her family went. And then they just fucking hate each other. You know how much time I've spent in gas station parking lots? in the passenger seat of a white work van with a drunk father, watching him go through the phone book, trying to find where the fuck we're going and refuse to ask for direction because he's a middle-aged white man in the 90s. A lot, I assume. Sounds like a lot. That was Most big. of my childhood yeah. was in gas station parking lots. Just to me, like, God fucking damn it. Pretty much. Nice. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us about uh, your van life of a childhood. We could just talk about, you know, crazy weekend, college football, Saturday. Hey, uh, Sean, what happened to uh, Texas? Should we talk about Texas? Yeah. Also, your pick on that. Thanks for that. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I had Texas money line. I had Texas three and a half. That was sick. Um, yeah. You know, when they went up 28 to seven, I was... There's, you cash out. Like, I, yeah, I was mentally, I'm like, all right, this is good. Yeah. You're like, cover, no problem. Like, no problem. And then Caleb Williams came, comes in. They bench Spencer Rattler, Oklahoma. The, the preseason Heisman favorite. <laughs> the preseason Heisman benched. favorite. Who I have trashed nonstop on this program. He's pretty garbage, yeah. He's terrible. Uh, and Caleb Williams, freshman, I don't know, is he a true freshman or a redshirt He's freshman? true. True, He's true freshman. freshman. Yeah. 
believe got, he was the number got, one prospect in the country last year. You guys got burned by a fucking infant. Yes. Hold on. First of all, also, this, I don't this believe shows you how shitty the Heisman is because a good team can nominate a terrible quarterback. You don't nominate. Well, you just you, you, you kind of start qualify, the, the blah, 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 blah. You have like you, preseason hype. You are right that the Heisman race this year is dog shit. Honestly, who's the Heisman right now? Kenneth Walker? I, I don't know. Probably, no, right? There should be years that like no one gets it. Right? Walker should. Walker's having a really good year for Michigan State. Michigan State's not a, like they're almost a top 10 team. Yeah, right? that's fair. He's, he's, he's lighting it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him that. He, didn't he have like 200 yards in his first game? He keeps having like yeah. 150 yards, like nonstop. Yeah, I remember he just wait, who are they playing that? Oh, Northwestern. They, he, he, he had like fucking, I think he had four touchdowns against. He just Northwestern. fucking racked yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, dude, fuck it. Give it. it but, this is definitely like a running back year. Uh, uh, it's weird though. So like when I was at ACL last week, and you kind of look around and you see you see college age kids and they look young as fuck, mm-hmm. and you're like, how the fuck are they in college? Yeah. And then you look at Caleb Williams, who's 18. Yeah. And you're like, that's not an 18 year old kid. That's that is like a 27 year old. He's in man. a man's body. Because these are little twink kids that are like, yeah, I'm drinking like Lone Star or Keystone, and you know they're going out, they're having a good time, and then you like. You have like him who they're like giving Captain America serum to. Yeah, he's been on TRT since he's been fourteen. Yeah, like it's not the same. <laughs> they are not the same. Yeah, yeah these, <laughs> these two are not alike. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Caleb Williams. You got to move forward with him, right? Is Spencer Rattler yes. just permanently on the bench? They've been. He transfers. He enters the transfer portal now. Now, fucking <laughs> awful with Spencer Rattler. It's, I don't think he can like redshirt now. They're too far gone, right? He it doesn't matter. Like, four games, what? unless he fakes an injury. Oh yeah, he this year's he can't burn this year. Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so can't. last year didn't count though. But it doesn't matter. He's supposed to enter the NFL draft, and right. people are like, "Oh, he's the first round." I'm like, no, he's not. Wait, time out. Can we? Can you get a medical redshirt for depression? Ooh. At these days, probably. <laughs> that's coming. If you <laughs> can't already, that's coming. Mental health awareness. Like, yeah, I'm sure the NCAA will give. Yeah. That. I was yeah, just real bummed at how bad I was at sports. Exactly. Teams will not exploit that at all. <laughs> they'll, be kid, they'll be kids in college for eight years. <laughs> Honestly, though, I respect that and would totally do that. If I was like a kid with no prospect of a pro career, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be like a dude like uh, Michael Sam. He was a 60 year senior when he won all his awards and shit. Yeah. Like, that's why wouldn't you do that? Michael you, Sam should permanently be allowed to play at Mizzou. <laughs> I, he'd be our best defensive <laughs> lineman really right now. Would. Like, you just play out your career at Mizzou. No one in the NFL is giving you a shot. Well, because you're not good enough. But also, you know, he was early, early on. He was, he was, he was a trailblazer so that, uh, you know, Nassib could thrive in the NFL, I guess. Yeah, Each college sure. gets four postgrads. Well, they, there's a ton of postgrads that are. Well, not even postgrads. Uh, four, like, I guess, like. Just adults. Yeah. yeah it's not. <laughs> like, this has been talked about before. It's not an original idea, but there is the, uh, the concept that you just, like, guys that aren't good enough to be pros could just stay in college forever. So, like, a Tebow. So Tebow could just be the quarterback for Florida forever. Why not? Yeah, but that inhibits kids. But also with this name and likeness stuff, if they're getting paid, then why not? Yeah, who cares? It's not even. It's not amateur sports anymore. It's just minor league sports. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Ooh. Oh, my God. An NFL team just, like, buy, like, basically supplements the college income. And, like, football budgets go even more through the roof oh yeah like every conference gets sponsored by like an nfl team basically yeah. or like every couple of teams so you like an nfl team just adopts like three it's like a feeder system teams. yeah fuck and it pumps them for even more millions of dollars that'd be pretty funny it, unless your college got fucked it is unfortunate though because texas you know the offense was clicking thompson was lighting it up they were insane although i mean how how much how much weight do you give to an offense clicking when like their first touchdown was clearly a fluke, right? 
And then uh, the second score was off a blocked punt, I think. Yeah, but then, like, Xavier Worthy... So th- just... their first 14 points were essentially, like, voodoo. But Xavier Worthy was getting out... He was getting open at will. Yeah. Like, they were exploiting that matchup. He just... Whenever they threw to Xavier Worthy, it was a touchdown. Like, he would just go break off, like, a 50-yard touchdown. Yeah. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. Texas offense looked looked good, at, like, after that. Like, I, that was the game I was watching. You kept being like, dude, you got to turn to... Arkansas will miss, and I was like, I don't which know. was a great game. It was, but I was like, I don't know. This Texas game is like pretty interesting. Also, I love that Casey Thompson's dad went to the game. He was a former quarterback at Oklahoma, watching his son play quarterback at Texas. Yeah, he just wore a black shirt, and anytime his son did anything of note or like did it, had a great play, had a touchdown or anything, he did not clap. I he re- just he stood there very kind of still. I respect months. that. Yeah. Like, 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 you, you, you understand that your son is doing something great physically, mm-hmm. but you hate it. Yes. You cannot cheer for him because it's going against your school. Right. What if you're just like, I, sports aren't why I love him, so I will, I will not react. Nothing. <laughs> like, you refuse to accept it. Yeah, like, nothing, nothing he's doing in front of me right now matters. I've been there. You, Whatever. You brag about his, like, eighth yeah. grade art fair. Right. <laughs> Or like him, him being like a good boyfriend or something. You know what I mean? Well, John Morant used to say that his dad is the the person that would drive him because he was his biggest. He was his first and biggest hater. Yeah, was his dad, and he, the, the only reason he got to the NBA is because his dad was such a hater. Yeah, that does not sound healthy in any way. No. It, it sounds pretty healthy. Uh, who is the other? Uh, and then you got like uh, Tua's dad, who just spanks him. He just beats him. Yeah, well, spank, yeah. spanks. Well, Tua and uh, you know the other Tunga Viola. Yeah. And, this is the plot of Hot Rod. What? This is the plot of Hot Rod. That is what the John Morant one is, for sure. But Tua's dad is not spanking his brother enough, clearly. Well, Tua's not getting spanked enough anymore, either. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's not even playing right now, because he's hurt. Because he wasn't, didn't get spanked. <sighs> That's true. That's true. Um, obviously, Arkansas Ole Miss was great. I, I like the decision for uh, going for the two-point conversion to win. I do, too. Didn't On the like road. The, didn't just like terrible. the play call. Kendall's play call, like he, he's a masterful play caller all day. But you get to that two-point two conversion, and you run that stupid same-ass play where you kind of roll KJ out, give him an option to run. Like, honestly, they were running at will. They could have just got, like, handed the ball off and gotten five yards yeah. whenever they wanted. So I wish they kind of ran the ball. Did they kind of move to the short, shorter side of the field, too? Well, yeah. Where was the ball yeah, placed? It felt like that, that there was a little less room on that. I mean, that's to... KJ's that's where he, that's to his right, so it's where he throws. And right? he was probably but, having the best passing game of his life. Yeah, but but it felt like they they limited their own space on they that did. play. They did, yeah, they did. And they went back to a play where they already scored before. Yeah, so it's like I, Arkansas already saw this. Yeah, or Old Miss already saw this. Yeah, and uh, whatever. Yeah. That's a rough two weeks for Arkansas. Top of the world to two straight losses. I mean, they're still ranked in the teens. It's, you can't really hold those losses against them. But. And that's probably the game for the winner. Like, Ole Miss is probably going to end up in the Sugar Bowl because, you know, they won't be in the playoff, but you have Alabama, Georgia. They'll probably somehow yeah. find their way into the playoff. Does, does Alabama lose for the rest of the fucking year now until the championship game? I don't know, man. Does How do you even care about bowl games anymore at all? Um, Sometimes, if they're like near six bowls. Poverty fans like us do. Yeah, we do. We were like, yeah, Missy made a, a bowl that's like right below the New Year's Six. We got the Citrus Bowl. Something stupid <laughs> like that. No, yeah, but like when you go to the Outback Bowl, not the same hype. Although, like if your team wins, you might get... Yeah, you know, but 10 years ago, the Outback Bowl was like decent. Coconut shrimp. It's still decent. It's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've been to it's it. It's a bowl that it's a bowl of dignity, right? It's not like uh, the Independence Bowl. Or it's something. not the Duke's Mayo Bowl, right? Is it more dignifiable to play in the Outback Bowl or to go to an Outback Steakhouse? Play, play. I, I would say I don't think it's very dignified <laughs> to eat at an Outback Steakhouse. Uh, what? Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you too good for Outback now? Uh, yes. Yeah. You're too good for the Bloomin' Onion, motherfucker? <laughs> I'm not too good for a Bloomin' Onion, but you can get that anywhere. No, anywhere? you can't. It uh, came from Outback. And any other steakhouse. All steakhouses have some form of fried onion situation. Yeah, you, you, is that what you're going to call it? You're going to order a, a fried onion? onion? Yeah. Like, what's your fried onion situation? What's up? Bring it out. Yeah, they're like rings. Yeah. Onion rings are a fried no, onion situation. Yeah, there's a lot of Bloomin' Onion knockoffs. I used to have to Yes, make- exactly. Bloomin' Onion knockoff, motherfucker. I used to have to make one in college at Boone Tavern. It was the worst, by the way. Making those things fucking sucks. Tell us about another way hipsters rip off great, nice, innovative corporations. Must, <laughs> must be nice to have better than Outback Steakhouse money. Yeah. <laughs> I, we, don't you? I didn't grow up that you way. I didn't grow up that way. I didn't grow up that way either. Yeah, you did. I did not. Their yeah, parents are lawyers. They are, but they're government lawyers. <laughs> Environmental uh, government lawyers. And, yeah. of course, I mean, we buried the lead. Alabama, number one team in the country, goes down. To a not that great of a to team. A&M. Yeah. I don't care if it was at A&M. I don't care. Like, yeah. That's, that's shitty. You can't lose to, uh, what's the kid's name, the quarterback now for A&M, Calzada or Calzuda? Like, A&M, Colorado held them to way fewer points. And I know that was like they had to switch quarterbacks mid-game, but like, god damn, dude. And I know there's no like transit property, but like still, how do you do that? How do you lose to that team? At least losing a shootout to old. It would have been better for them to lose last week. I guess that was at home, though, but still. Yeah, they wreck old Miss, and then they, they lose to fucking A&M. Yeah. Uh, not a good A&M team. No. An a- A&M team that lost to Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah. So transitive property right now, um, if you, you could do the thing where it's like UTSA mm-hmm. beat Memphis, Memphis beat Mississippi State, Mississippi State. Rank UTSA, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah, rank UTSA. How are they not ranked? I'm, Our roadrunners are undefeated and still not ranked. We get to talk about them on the outside of the Top 25 say, show. The but only bright side is we get to talk about them. Yeah. Mr. Brightside? Yes. They are, Which they, they play are. at every stadium now. Because someone told me. You had a boyfriend. I look like a girlfriend. Um, Iowa beat Penn State. Uh, congrats to Craigers, I guess. Like, the only reason Iowa... I had Iowa, and I was fucking... I was not feeling it. When, I mean, the only reason they won is Clifford went down, I think, in the second quarter. But if Clifford doesn't go down, Penn State wins that probably by like three or four touchdowns. Yeah. Because they, like, they could not stop Penn State with Clifford. They seemed like clearly the better team. Penn State did. So I don't know what... The reports are with like how long Clifford's out, but if he's not playing, Penn State is not very good. So if he if Penn State goes undefeated the rest of the way, they're pro- they're still in the Big Ten championship. And then if they get a rematch with Iowa, if they win, yeah, they're in. They're in I think, the, they're I think, in the playoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're in the playoff. All right. I would rather see them than Iowa. No offense, Iowa. Iowa has maybe the best secondary in college football that I've seen. Like as a cohesive unit. Yeah. And it kind of covers up for the fact that their offense isn't very good because they get so many takeaways. I think they've led the league in inter- or the country in interceptions since 2017. But because they get the ball 
so like they're 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 like, ball hawkers. Yeah, and they they get so many interceptions that they give their offense like better offense like kind of start and field position. It kind of covers up for the fact that their offense is awful. I think that's the way you got to build a secondary in college, though, right? Like in the NFL, you need like shut down corners, blah blah blah. In college, just find just find dudes who have a nose for the ball, right? Because there's gonna be so many shitty throws, so many busted like routes or whatever the fuck. Just get ball hawks. Yeah. I love that. Athletic I think they hawks. lost the, one of their uh, safeties though, so that might be a problem moving forward. Oh, they're not going to make the playoff. Iowa? Yeah, no, no. Here, here is actually the worst case, worst case scenario is uh, Penn State loses to Ohio State, who is rolling right now. They also only have one loss, and it's to a good Oregon team, even if it was at home. And then Ohio State rolling goes into the Big Ten Championship against a bitch-ass Iowa team. And just murders them, and then we get Ohio State in the playoff again. It'll happen, yeah. Yeah. I, the, when fucking Ross was losing his mind when they lost to Oregon, and just like bench CJ Stroud, I'm Fine. like, just patience. Like, yeah, it always works out for Ohio State. Taylor's oldest tag. They just have to get in. That's all it is. Yep. Yeah. It's just you know they're starting to roll. They're starting to beat up some bad Big Ten teams. <laughs> yeah. And this is how this is yeah this is so, how the Big Ten works every so year. So let's see. Georgia's definitely in, barring a nightmare. Ohio State feels like they're gonna fucking trip over their dicks on the. Uh, Who the fuck's Georgia gonna lose to? Kentucky, like right, oh, the, dude. six to three. What did that? Has that line opened yet? Because I want to see what it is. Kentucky being undefeated is kind of cool, you know. Stoops has. I mean, Stoops doesn't get a whole lot of love at Kentucky, but he should. Uh, he's in. He's got it now. Like he's there in a place now where it's. He's got his program. It's it's very reminiscent to me of. Uh, where Gary Pinkle was at the peak of Mizzou. And for the, f- the first time in the college football era, a G5 team is in the top four right now. Yeah. Wow, Georgia, Cincinnati. 23 and a half point favorites at home against Kentucky. Which, by the way, we play Cincinnati this week, UCF, and uh, we are going to get murdered because uh, Mikey Keene is not the answer at quarterback. You don't, there is- our, our true freshman quarterback, surprisingly, not the answer. Wild. We barely beat East Carolina. We probably had no business beating East Carolina. Didn't you say you were going to win the American at the beginning of the year? With Dylan Gabriel, yes. But Dylan Gabriel didn't even beat Louisville. <laughs> well, not many times <laughs> do you have the ball in field goal range with uh, 15 seconds left in the game and uh, losing regulation. Yeah. That Dylan Gabriel really did. Dylan Gabriel found a way and then hurt himself on the next play. Have to be the two worst plays in succession in UCF history. Easily, right? Easily, you got to think. Yeah, ball goes off a guy's hand. Probably don't throw it a million miles an hour when the guy's two feet away. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just yeah. got to nut. Sometimes you got to show show off. You and know? then maybe make a tackle before he scores, before he takes it to the house, eighty yards. Yeah. Well, if he didn't score, they were probably still gonna. But this show is not about UCF. We don't. We, no, no, we no. don't need. To we talk have about a show that. about that. Um, but yeah, if you do see that, if the line for Cincinnati UCFs any, anything under twenty one, I would I would hammer Cincinnati. Hey guys, real quick, let's uh, get into some ads before we return to whatever the fuck this is. Winning season is rolling at my bookie, and this week entries are now open uh, for the winner take all Super Bowl contest. My bookie is the only sports book that offers online super contests, so you can't miss out on this exclusive promotion. Enter now and turn ten dollars into ten thousand. Weeks five through eight, make five picks against the spread. Get them right, earn points, and uh, rise up in the standings and take home the $10,000 grand prize. Uh, as if you needed another reason to head to mybookie.ag to, 
to uh, celebrate the MLB playoffs starting. MyBookie is hosting a $20,000 blackjack tournament that is absolutely free to enter. Uh, get in the game and get to MyBookie.ag now. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS. Uh, when you make your first deposit at MyBookie, you'll receive double that deposit. Uh, that's promo code DRINKINGBROS, so you can double your funds to double your winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Next up, we got Kill Cliff CBD. It's our favorite energy drinks. Me and Giorgio are, are chugging them right now. I think Dan has one, too. Uh, I'm drinking the uh, Ignite Legendary Lemon Berry. Giorgio's drinking some Fruit Punch Knockout Freedom drink. It's, they're fucking awesome. Kill Cliff is the best. Uh, they do CBD, and they do energy drinks. Uh, their CBD one's really cool. Joe Rogan actually has a flavor in both. It's called the Flamin' Joe. It's like a spicy pineapple. Uh, the CBD is also great because, you know, you won't piss hot or anything like that. So if you're first responder or or military or whatever, you can drink it without worrying about failing a drug test or anything like that. Right now, Kill Cliff is offering 20% off of their CBD drinks, their merch, and their energy drinks. Uh, go to killcliff.com, use the promo code DRINKINGBROS, and you'll get 20% off all drinks and apparel. They have cool t-shirts and stuff, too. Uh, if you watch the show a lot, Holloway wears, wears uh, Kill Cliff shit a lot. Um, and uh yeah they're i don't know it's it's they're cool shirts and stuff but the drinks are what i care about because i drink them every day pretty much uh and like i said the energy drink the ignite is, is really great it's my favorite thing to drink when i'm hungover because uh, it won't leave you jittery it'll wake me up it wakes me up there's only 20 calories of cans got b vitamins electrolytes it's naturally flavored uh my favorite one is the uh well i do actually like the legendary lemon berry a lot i also like the uh um Oh, God. Cherry Limeade. They have really good Cherry Limeade as well. Uh, again, Killcliff is offering Drinking Bros a special 20% off offer. Go to killcliff.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. That is K I L L C L I F F dot com. Uh, use the promo code Drinking Bros to take 20% off of anything in the store, basically. Uh, and last but not least, certainly not least, because they're like our favorite people in the world, we got Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com. Come on. They're the best mattresses uh, on the internet and on earth. Uh, but, I mean, you know, pretty much buy them on the internet. Uh, I, they've been an advertiser with us for five years. Um, I don't know. We've met them. They come around. We have a ghost bed in the studio. They're the best beds you can get. Uh, ghost bed's doing a bundle right now. So you can get a mattress and an adjustable base. Uh, pick one of their mattresses, the adjustable base. Uh, and you can add on other stuff like their cooling pillows and cooling sheets. Their mattress has cooling technology as well. I think their mattress topper does too. So if you want to do a mattress and a base, and then you want, you can, but you can only afford maybe one mattress, but you want to like turn another mattress you have into more, a more ghost bed-esque level of comfort, you can get the mattress topper. Uh, the bundle's great. You can put pretty much anything in there, and it's 40% off uh, these bundles right now. So it's a huge discount. Or if you just want to shop more a la carte, you just want pillows or the mattress topper, just need a mattress but not a base, whatever, uh, you can get 30% off anything in the store with the promo code DRINKINGBROS. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. Um, and yeah, uh, they do financing. It's like $35 a month, zero down, zero percent. Uh, your credit doesn't need to be that great to get it. Ghostbed.com forward slash DRINKINGBROS. Back to this shit. What do you think of 23 and a half? Is that what it is? On uh, Kentucky, Georgia. Ooh, um, Kentucky can cover that, right? Man, you think so? Like they got it, right? You think so? And then Georgia just does Shuts Georgia them out. shit. Yeah. Because here's the question: Is do you think Kentucky is better than Arkansas? Does it feel like they are? No. Yeah. No. Where's the game though? Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And this jo- is well, Georgia's the only team that matters this year. This is it. This is for the East. Yeah. This is like, they win this, they're going to win the East. 
So this is it. They lock down the division right now. Huh. Uh, unless they shit. Uh, uh, actually, Florida has something to say, right? Yeah, I guess they could shit their pants against Florida. And then there's like a three-way tie where Kentucky beat Florida, Florida beat Georgia, Georgia beat Kentucky. Uh, but yeah, Florida already lost two SEC games. Oh, yeah, because they yeah, lost yeah. to Alabama. So yeah, yeah no, 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 no. It's, this is it. This is for the fucking division. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Georgia? Yeah, I have no fucking idea. I'm really high. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that for you. But yeah, no, uh, Cincinnati should run the table. They should. We'll, we'll see how the playoff committee ranks them. That'll uh, be interesting when that comes out. Two, two potential games in like three or four weeks against SMU is, is interesting. SMU, yeah, they survived Navy. Navy's starting to get frisky. Navy's always frisky. The service academies are always frisky. Because they play the dumbass triple option, and if you're not disciplined, they burn you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really annoying. I fucking hate playing against triple option. Uh, but I, that's, they're all, those are always weird games to bet on, I feel like. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else in the AP Top 25 that you're kind of like uh, surprised? I guess it's not really surprised. It's everybody kind of slides into where they probably should be. I do think that Kentucky Iowa should have too. been top 10, not Michigan State. I was not the number two team in the country. That just tells you everything you need to know about college football this year. It's pure chaos. Yeah. It is pure fucking chaos. I mean, so Kentucky's going to get their shit kicked in, so they're not going to be in the top 10 for a while. If they, they might win the rest of their games and get sneak back into the top 10, but because they're not in the top 10 this week, they're not going to be four. BYU still being ranked after losing to fucking Boise's. At home. Weird. Yeah. Um, Texas, all, number 25 after our loss. Who's number 26? The UTSA? Six spring team. What? Yeah, they they lost, but they lost to at they the time. They weren't ranked though. You don't they they went from unranked to ranked after a loss. Yes, they were. Texas was twenty one. Yeah, they were ranked. They were ranked last week. They oh, they sn- were. They snuck back in. No, whatever. They shouldn't be ranked. Um, Auburn's uh, twenty six. Clemson's yeah. Everyone stinks. Let's Baylor should be ranked before Texas. Uh, I agree with that. Um, UTSA is still. I think they're right now. They they're would be twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight. Twenty ninth team according to the AP. Yeah. I Kentucky should have been in the top ten. It doesn't matter. It won't matter for long. Uh, pretty wild that half of the Big Ten it makes up the top ten, or half of the top ten is made up of Big Ten teams. That is wild because Michigan State. Michigan State's just kind of been under the radar. Yeah, they played Michigan. I think. But here's the thing, soon. though: people feel comfortable voting for Michigan State. Right. It's just it's a familiar brand. Yeah. It's like when you go, you know, shopping and you just see something, your old pals. Like, oh, Ralph Lauren. Like, oh, yeah, there we go. Like, yeah. there's a, you don't want to try something new and scary like no. Bonobos or something. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, oh uh, I'll, just get the, I'll just get the polo. Uh, you get the small horse, too. You don't want to get the big horse. No. You give yourself away if you get the, the giant U.S. polo. Because or that's, if you, just, that's the poor uh, the U.S. Polo Association. Not you, yeah, who yeah. are who? What Ross Dress for Less are you guys buying these things from? Or Nordstrom's Rack? It is a stitched polo. The only options are white with the blue horse or a navy. Possible. No, po- the little horse is what you would get in college, and if you went to the outlet and you got the giant U.S. Polo, you're poor. It, it meant you were poor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you got made fun of. Yes. yes. And it happened to me several times. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm just a waterman's kid. It's a horse. It's a horse. A horse is a horse. A bigger <laughs> horse. You got a horse. I got a horse. What's the fucking problem? And they're like, you're fucking poor. And then your comeback should have been, we all go to UCF. Like, we're all poor. <laughs> just shut up. 
This isn't Ole Miss. In the grand scheme of things, yeah. we are. This isn't. We're not going to Princeton here. No. <laughs> like what? Everyone's tuition is paid for by bright futures. Yeah. Like this is a, you're not at like Cornell or SMU or something like that. Like it's fucking UCF. Like, Which is a, wild that Florida has such a socialist program that sad. allows their their students sad. to stay in state and I think go to school for free. It's the Cubans. You got to think, right? You think Castro has his uh, yeah? He's got his hooks in? in Florida. We don't even realize it. Oh, I thought Mark Cuban was like sponsoring a college fund or something. No, that'd be tight though. Only if you work at Dairy Queen. Mm. Yeah, Mark Cuban only sponsors elephant walks. He has elephantitis. No, he uh, his rugby team used to do elephant walks. There was like pictures of it online. I don't know what that is. What? You know what an elephant walk is? I'm going to Google it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you Google that. Particip- if you've been on a wrestling team, you have definitely participated in an elephant walk. If you're on a wrestling team, your whole life is basically an elephant yeah, walk. That's true. <laughs> it's probably your go-to move. In a way, yeah, you're getting paid to go to school to elephant walk. Yeah. You've done it in practice several times without it probably even knowing. Did you find it? He's, there's, he's there's... watching a video of it. What? No, no, that's not... He's looking at an exercise called the Elephant Walk. Have you ever seen The Jungle Book? Yeah. You know when all those elephants walk by, and they're all, like, holding tail with trunk? Yeah. Now imagine, replace that with gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> and, and what they have to, to hold on to each other. Perhaps. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to hold it together, but I, I couldn't. Now he's just watching actual elephants walk. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's based off of. Yeah. I was very confused. <laughs> Probably because I'm so high. Yeah. Anyway, what you do is you walk, you walk along, you're holding the dick in front of you, and then somebody's holding your dick between the legs. This is an elephant walk. Between the legs, or do you reach around behind you, kind of like uh, Egyptians? How they you like, can go between the legs. You can go between the legs. Uh, yeah, I think you go between the legs. It's kind of personal preference. Was this, was, this the fir- was this demonstrated on the first cave drawings? I, I assume a caveman has done it. It's just too much like the human centipede, and it creeps me out. Yeah. So anyway, Mark Cuban's rugby team used to do that. That was like the big, that was always the big rumor. Why? On campus of like, oh, do you don't. That frat does the elephant walk. You don't want to join that frat. There's a lot of things at Mizzou that I question. Um, <laughs> I mean, what fr- I mean, fraternity was uh, John Hammond again? He wasn't in a fraternity at Mizzou. Because he got kicked out. At, yeah, he was, so, a, he was a Sigma Nu at, uh, at Texas. At Texas. Yeah. So he, he literally had to leave the University of Texas because he, let, he lit multiple people on fire. Was it multiple? Multiple. He multiple also, pledges on fire. He, and he also, also had a hammer. And he would lead the pledges by the ball sack with the hammer, the, the claw, back, the back end claw yeah. of the hammer. Yes, before lighting them. He was. He was also, by the way, he was pulling double duty. He was a sigma nu and on the baseball team at UT. Damn. Yeah, he was legit. Well, damn. What a rag guy. Good. Good for him. He's. He seems pretty cool. America's sweetheart. Now. Yeah. He seems pretty cool. He hasn't done. He hasn't been working a lot lately. Uh, well, he's usually some form of a detective, right? At this point, I don't know. He went from Mad Men to just being a cop well, and everything he, he's in. He was be in a lot of comedies for a minute too. Like he was, you know, appearing on Thirty Rock and uh was had a funny part in like Bridesmaids and shit like that. He was doing like funny shit. He was kind of becoming one of SNL's like favorite hosts. He's I think he's hosted close to five times, if not five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he's just I don't know what he's doing right now. Okay. Just showing up to Cardinals and Blues games, being like, Hey, I'm famous still. I'm still handsome. 
Really? Oh, um, Paul Rudd is the Royals fan. Yes. Okay. That makes more sense. Ham's from St. Louis. Rudd's from Kansas City. Yeah, I feel gotcha. like Paul Rudd gets the roles now that John Ham used to get, and John Ham gets the roles of anywhere you need a white guy who would like beat people. Yeah. Honestly, John Ham should just try to get like something in the Marvel universe and then, you know, just have a job for the next 15 years. Isn't that like everyone's goal? Like that like yeah. that, like basically saved Robert Downey Jr.'s life. Yeah, that's the new that's the new getting on a sitcom, you know what I mean, and getting mm-hmm. like residuals. Mm-hmm. You just get a Marvel movie, like superhero role and then you're just in movies the only movies people go to for the next 15 years. That are Christian films. Yeah, well, yeah, it's one of the other. That's how Mel Gibson saved his one superhero movie or another. Yeah, fucking I'm <laughs> Chris or you just do the Chris Pratt route. Well, I mean, he did Marvel, but now he's getting he's Super Mario. Yeah. And uh he said that he's not going to play it off as uh, an Italian. What's even the point? Right? They're, they're like, oh, um, Mario is normal now. I need an does, offense. Does that, does that insinuate that Italian is not normal? Yeah, it does. It literally <laughs> insinuates that an Italian guy is like, ah, it's a me, a Mario. Like he's it's, not going to do that. Like, that what's and, the point then? Why even do it? Although Bob Hoskins didn't play it like that either, because Bob Hoskins just showed up and was like, I'm Bob Hoskins, I'm Mario. <laughs> You're right. So that's Wario. That's not Ma- Mario. Well, he played Mario like Wario. No, Wario's like Wario. <laughs> no, Bob Hoskins was just like I'm a plum. He played like a plumber. <laughs> I'm a plumber. Yeah, yeah. Got a union job. Yeah, he was just like, oh god, there's lizards in this fucking pipe. I'm gonna show up here every uh, day. Yeah. So I respect that, but I want the offensive Italian. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Fuck like if, that. if this if Mario was an Irish plumber, you know, like what if someone plays the Lucky Charms guy in a gritty reboot movie? I still want him to be some piece of trash Irishman. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's sitting there with a bottle of whiskey, protecting his Lucky Charms. Like when we make the uh, the unkillable Irish hobo movie, yeah, right. When we do the Mike Malloy movie, like he's going to be super stereotypical. Irishman. Everything, yeah. Well, you're making a movie based on an unkillable Irish hobo that I assume is loosely based on Frank Gallagher. It's loosely. It's no, directly. Frank Gallagher is directly influenced, probably on Mike Malloy. Yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, is that an episode of Softcore? Yeah. Yes, the wow. unkillable I'm, Irish hobo. I'm really glad when I'm high and I come full circle to figure everything out. Yeah, you should go listen to that. Um, I'll probably go listen to that after the show. Uh, I'm going to be done plugging Softcore now. Uh, we're having Jesse on tonight. Yeah, Jesse Ooh. Wiseman will be on the show tonight. And Ross we are is... talking about the Vampire of Dusseldorf. 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 Is that a real thing or place? Yes, Dusseldorf. Mm-hmm. Germany. Real. I don't know about the vampire, but... <laughs> a little vampire action in Germany. Just this mass murderer. Drank his victim's blood. Yeah, That's fine. Some cool stuff. Is it in history, or is it this is from like 2008? Uh, this is from 1920s. Oh, perfect. That's so, fine. Yeah, that's Jake's trying enough. to pull some shit from 2010, and I tried to tell him at dinner the other day that was too recent. And he was like, oh, but it's interesting, though, right? And I didn't push back because I just wanted to enjoy my dinner. But probably need to say something to him tonight. Yeah, we'll say something. Yeah, I'll be like, this isn't a true crime, true crime podcast. No. I think he kind of wants it to be, though. No, 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 he doesn't. No. He, no, no, no. Uh, he's more conspiracy than true crime. Yeah. Anything else happen in sports? Yeah. We had NFL yesterday. Bills uh, win after a long weather delay. Did you, actually, real quick, did you see the wild-ass play in the um, Red Sox race game last night? Oh, the, uh, okay. The we def- can talk about that. The yeah. deflection. I, I did. And it was a ground rule double. Yeah. Even though the guy already scored by the time they, like, yeah. 
the ball went out. I fucking hate that rule. Screwed the race. Red Sox win in Oop, extras. Here we go. Braves about to drive in a run on a sack fly. Oh, you've been watching this game for 15 minutes. I've been watching this game for Oh, by the way, I, I dug myself minutes. into a massive hole this, this past week because of baseball advice that Rob, Rob gave me. And I just keep losing. Like, if I gamble on baseball, I lose. Also, I, I lost a lot of money in college football this weekend. But you lost me a lot of money in college football this weekend. I almost uh, kind of saved the week, though, with uh, a Matthew Wolf ticket. Finished solo second. Sung JM shot nine under yesterday. Did you have him for uh, top five? No, I had Matthew Wolf to win. Oh, uh, my finished fucking solo God. Second. The Braves just didn't score on that because they tried to double tag, and the runner at second was out before the guy reached home. Holy fucking shit. Man. That is the dumbest motherfucking shit I've ever seen in my life. What the fuck? I really don't know what he just said. What the actual fuck? This has become a Braves live watch. Um, (laughs) Go ahead and switch back to him real quick. Sean, you need to be a little quicker on that. Yeah, and then back to us. And then now you guys know how I feel when my parents would yell on the way home from dinner. Or anytime working in this studio right here. everyone just gets quiet and then like you just walk out of the room mm-hmm. Dad, dad's mm-hmm. mad right now mm-hmm. or you just pretend you're sleeping it's like but you weren't <laughs> sleeping five minutes ago all of a sudden like the loud noise has put you to sleep and you're just like oh it's asleep sorry what happened I'm well so george is about to take a nap in about 15 minutes anyway on the ghost bed no that's covered in dog hair i'm trying to get rid of that ghost bed no we would never get rid of that ghost bed <laughs> Too many memories. Too many good memories on that ghost bed. Uh, but yeah, Bills won 38-20. Um, you know, just kind of shit pumped the Chiefs after the weather delay. Chargers beat the Browns 47-42. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure Ross was kind of like high-stepping all over Baker Mayfield's grave, even though Baker didn't play a bad game. Baker had a pretty good game. I think two touchdowns, no interceptions, like 305 yards or something. Uh my birds, the Eagles. The Eagles won. I didn't watch it. I was at a pumpkin patch. But they, they came back and they beat the Panthers. You guys wow. ever, you ever uh, sacrificed a Sunday for pumpkin patch? <laughs> the weather was I'm really married. nice. I, I went to a pumpkin patch last night. Mm. Where'd Great. you go? I went to Pioneer Farms. Mm. I went to Barton Hill Farms. Uh, they had a corn maze that was influenced and cut. Uh, in SpaceX, so it was an Elon Musk cornfield. Oh, that's it was cool. a Husky Musk man. Pioneer Farm had had like dubstep uh, fire dancing. Okay, it was weird. I had my kid there. I was like, I don't know. I just drank a bunch of frozen sangrias, and uh, yeah, I caught the uh, second half, the uh, the four o'clock games, and then obviously the Chiefs Bills and the Cowboys. Yeah, so the Cowboys. Cowboys are good. Cowboys are good this year. I'm. I'm excited for them to lose in the NFC Championship game. And, uh, uh, and just get ultimate heartbreak from all my Cowboy fan friends. Ross said that he would, uh, um, he gave me tickets to the Cowboys game if they play in Dallas in the NFC Championship. So I'll, I'll get to watch it live. Okay. You'll, you'll actually be there? Yeah, I'll, like I'll be at the game. Hopefully. I'll put that out in the, in the ether. Okay. Make it real. Okay. And uh, so Giorgio's high now. Ross is or Rob is fucking I'm locked in this Braves fuming. game. Uh-uh. Furious. We are high and angry. So here I feel like this the... is now a one man show. Uh, go ahead. 
Go ahead and uh, focus uh, in on me. Me and I'm want. texting Holloway right now, and we're just like, what the fuck? And you're really not going to let me make that high and angry pun? I feel like the, the New York crew would have really enjoyed that, Dan. You just kind of cut that off right there, because uh, he is angry, and I am high. So. Uh, Texas State played in four over, uh, like a quadruple overtime game. I know has not like I know you don't want to talk about Texas State, but that's the first time I've seen a four overtime in the new rules where they have to do the the two point conversion. Sean, cut your mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cut your okay. mic. But has if there been a game with four overtimes sh- sh- like with sh- the new sh- rules? Sh- sh- shut your mouth. Hush. Shh. Uh, anything else happened this weekend? I know, uh, I mean, Simmons, six-year stuff might return. Who knows? They've maybe mended that bridge because there's no other options for him. Otherwise, he might just have to sit out the season because we won't trade him. Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just in a fucking rage right now. Like, I'm about to crack open a drink. It's like one, it's like one in the afternoon, and I'm... I'm the emergency white claws are behind you. Yeah, when has that ever stopped you before? No, it hasn't. I'm very excited for you to get fucked up for softcore, so then you just burp into the mic the whole time. Well, Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah. We, well, I mean, I guess it's an emergency. Let's crack open that, uh, that 9-11 Leatherwood. I'm gonna take a little... little the 9-11 shri- Leatherwood? Uh, the Snake Eater Bourbon Whiskey. I uh, assume these are friends of the just friends of the friends of the podcast. Yes. No, that somebody actually broke into the studio and um, positioned poison onto the desk in hopes that one of us would drink it. I'm drinking it. It was actually it's smooth. Yeah. All right. What is this? Uh, it's a little bourbon. Show whiskey. the label. I'll do the bourbon. Yeah. This is. I think this was moonshine. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I mean, it's a little early. Ah, it's a little early for moonshine. But, um, Have you forgotten 911 Snake Eater Bourbon? I have not forgotten. I won't forget that flavor either. That's smooth That's a- and smoky. Go ahead and get a little swigs there. A little Bobby Three Sticks. So we officially are drinking bros now. Pretty good, yeah. That's we're saying, we're yeah. bros who are drinking as I... Oh my well, God. more sipping boys, but... Ah, uh, yeah, Dan trying to bring that Don't worry, back. bros. I'll be drinking soon enough. Just casually sipping. Sipping boys is a good name for a podcast. Yeah, that was Dan's original name for the... Uh, we're going to rebrand the whole company. We're going to be Sipping Boys. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to Sipping Boys is actually a better name. <laughs> charcuterie board tutorials on TikTok. White Sox Astros got postponed today. Yep. Saw that. Uh, Giants Dodgers tied 1-1. Red Sox Rays game four today. 6-0-7. Yeah, it's game four today. Uh, every, yes, the AL's a day ahead. Uh, that's an interesting series. Like I said, the Rays didn't. The Rays got fucked by the rule. It was the right call, but I hate that rule in general. Just like it, it's isn't it at the umpire's? It discretion? is at the umpire's discretion, and it does depend on where the runner is. And he already scored. I don't know why. I really <laughs> don't fuck? know why they called it the way they called it. But that's playoff Sometimes baseball. That's way the cookie crown. Tiny little things fuck you, like say not scoring on a sack fly because your dumbass runner at first base decides to tag up two for no fucking reason and gets thrown out. Before. Oh my god. Okay, Georgia. Now's the time we can talk about the rest of the MMA card. Um, Kinsey Dern, Marina Rodriguez. All right, Marina won. Uh, Dern pretty much only won one round. The second, I believe, got her down to the ground. 
kind of dominated for just, four you're minutes. Just, Probably you're, 10 you're running rounds. through this. People don't have context of what's going on. Mackenzie Dern was supposed to be next up for a title fight against Thug Rose, who here at the podcast we know and love, and I think you at home do as well. Weili Zhang fell off a little bit. Uh, Carla Espaza is also next in line there. They thought Mackenzie Dern was going to jump all of them because she's probably the most dangerous female fighter on the ground uh, in women's MMA right yeah, now. Yeah, but she has a really hard time getting it to the ground because she has no takedown offense. No, she which had, was, she's not a wrestler by trade. Marina um, Rodriguez doesn't Brazilian know how to get it to the ground. Striker, super long. Only loss was to Carla Espaza, who is probably the best wrestler in women's MMA right now as well, or at least the most decorated women's wrestler in Koki MMA. Monster. Yes. Uh, we're a big fan of Hero of the Podcast as well. Um, Give her a title shot. I think she's next up. I don't because I don't think Dana likes her. No, Dana hates her. <laughs> um, but with Mackenzie Dern losing here and Marina already losing to Carla, it kind of solidifies Carla's spot here. What? Well, Unless, like of to- course, Rose loses. And right. then they just run the rubber, rubber match back. Exactly. Exactly. Mackenzie Dern is a great fighter. I think she's like 28, 29 years old. She lost 4-1 in this fight. She got dominated except for the second round. Which she probably won 10-8, but a few changes to her game. So, like, once Marina got to the ground, like, it was all McKenzie all day long. Except for, I think it was in the fifth round as well, where almost uh, Marina went for the submission, and it was kind of interesting because McKenzie was playing a little too defensive. She would go back to the neutral positions or go back to, like, a locked-off guard where she really should be going for the armbar, should be, like, going for the triangle, because she's good enough to then belly out to her you know, belly out to her stomach, stand up, get away, dive back in. Uh, you didn't see a lot of urgency from her in, in the fifth round, which I kind of would have liked to see, at least going for the submission. Um, maybe misrespected Marina a little bit too much of her jujitsu. But like, if this is such your dominant position, I mean, she is Ryan Hall level good. You know, she is Gary Tonin level good. Like, I, I'm trying to explain this to you guys. Like, she is so much far better than all these other girls on the ground. Why wasn't there more jab to the double leg, drop to the low single, like a little bit of because that? Like, she can't do it. It's a very simple technique <laughs> against someone how. who doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't like, know what she's doing. She, she had the over under. She was up against the cage. Like there, there were just some areas. Like the only takedown she got was from a bad throw, in which they kind of just like flopped around for a little bit, and she ended up on top. She doesn't Head even kicks. have like a Michelle Waterson like hip toss. No, she has nothing. No, no, which is again, I think. Some, work the jab more and some head kicks would actually work out really well. I forget who it was that used to head kick, but actually wouldn't mind if people caught it. It wasn't really supposed to do damage. It was so the other person would catch it and almost fall on top of them. And then they're able to pull them into their guard and pull them into their submissions really quickly. Like if she, and then they have to respect the range as well. Um, even though it's not really your main offense, it's, it's keeping that range for you. Similar to the way Ryan Hall always does those Imanari roles. I would love to see a role from Mackenzie Dern. I would have loved to see just something to get the scramble going where then she can start dominating in the positions where she's best at. Rob, what do you think the over-under is for the amount of people that watched a 4 p.m. Eastern uh, MMA uh, ESPN Plus card going directly against college football with nine fights, none of which were really big names? 50,000. Oh, that's high. You think that's high? I think that's high. 50,000 people? Okay, so... Maybe, and I think the majority of the people probably watched it on their phone as like a second screen. Yeah, 50,000 is... I mean, you should be able to clear that, right? Just from bars and restaurants alone. <laughs> I don't know. I think bars and restaurants would be like, no, college football's yeah. on. We're not putting Marina Rodriguez on. Yeah. 
Randy Brown was the co-main event. He fucked up his toe, but got a W. Which was great for me. He fucked up his toe on a front front kick, front push kick to the face. Which also brings up another conversation. How do you feel? Again, I watch these fights on Sunday. The, uh, the, uh, the quad kick. So people have been talking about that lately. The, the side, it's kind of like a John Jones basically does it better than anyone else. It's a turn to the side. It's a side kick to the, to the upper calf area, or upper quad area, sorry. Um, people are saying it's a little dangerous because it slips down to the knee, basically in someone's career. Uh, I think it's a really awesome technique, but I just didn't know if you had any Sure. Uh, Kyle Gray asked the all-important question, is Mackenzie Dern the hottest fighter in the UFC currently? I say no. No, no, no. It's probably Miss Barber. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the queen of violence, uh, uh, Lipsky. I think she is pretty attractive. She is. Actually, Shevchenko might be. Might be the hottest. I think Lipsky's my, my go-to Lip- for this. Lipsky. Yeah, okay. Okay. And well, then, I mean, um, even Michelle Waterson, she, uh, in her day, you know, the karate hottie. Yeah. I don't know. You don't, you're not really fucking with, uh, the future Macy Barber. She got that, she got that cute face. Yeah, she's fine. She's all right. Yeah, you're right. She got a dumb face. <laughs> well, she's a fighter. That's true. What do you, what kind of genius face do you expect to see? And you can't really say Paige Van Zandt anymore. Well, I no. guess you could, right? Could. She's still got, I think, one more fight on her bare knuckle. I've started to see a couple uh, articles being like, we shouldn't have bare knuckle boxing. Yeah, so like, do we, do we well, talk someone about died. that? Yeah. yeah, someone got. Yeah. Some, some new died. I mean, not I'm just, just anyone. Who's a veteran of the sport. <laughs> you know his name? As <laughs> <laughs> I frantically Google it. Uh, Justin Thornton. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who could yeah, forget? RB yeah. <laughs> combat sports veteran. No disrespect, Justin Thornton. Um, yeah, so we died a couple months after the fact, but they did say there was uh, mixed opinions upon the knockout, a very brutal knockout, which I guess brings sanctioning and a lot of these like fight matchmaking mm-hmm. like into into question. Um, How many people do you think die every year of just underground? fist fight organization dude i read at least like a not from fighting like underground fighting but like i you read read a couple articles every year like he died from getting punched in the face right and i mean you're, you're more likely to die after getting knocked out and having your head hit the concrete hit the concrete yeah. that's that's really, that's what it does that's what does it because mm-hmm. it's I mean, that second hit like, you're knocked unconscious like yeah, you're knocked unconscious which is one thing from a punch you may break a jaw you may like dislocate an orbital you may break an orbital you're, you, you're better off getting but breaking, if you, breaking but a jaw or but whatever if you, than, but if you hit that concrete without yeah. any way to protect you that's when you're you know that's why you always got to have your homie behind the guy you knock out have yeah. a net yeah and you uh, just catch you, or just grass you know if you if you can't avoid a street fight at least maybe try to get it to grass or like a little trampoline so he when he gets knocked out he bounces back up then you hit him again yeah i say but if you hit him again then that's that second hit yeah but it's not like concrete you know? uh, yeah fists of concrete it's fair yeah what if you come on man you need fucking concrete hands like tyson fury or no, like Wilder, right? Wilder's the hard puncher? Yes. Okay, yeah. Well, Fury wow. knocked him out. That's true. So he's got some hard hands. He's just a big man. Was, was, Fury's a massive man. Did Fury's... Fury knock him out, or did he just like pass out from lack of oxygen? Well, he was leaning. He was weighing on him. Like he, like, Fury was easily outboxing him. 
Wilder was coming with the ones and twos. Again, in the first round, when he was working the body and he was really working off the jab, I was very impressed with Wilder. But later on the rounds, it was one, two, a really winged right. It was a really winged right, and then maybe like a left straight. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, Tyson would walk him down, lean on him, overhook, pull his head. Uh, at the end, he would uh, he'd do that, and as he pulled away, he would come up with the uh, uppercut. So as he's pulling on his head, Wilder would pull back a little bit, and then Fury would just hit him with the uppercut. Uh, ref pulled it apart quite a bit, but, I mean, that's boxing. I mean, you know, it, it was way more interesting than watching like, the Klitschko's, like, over-under the entire time. Uh, yeah, just Wilder had no answers, couldn't get in close, couldn't land things. Uh, yeah, Fury's just so elusive, such a smart boxer, controlled the ring so well. Um, okay, here's a better question. Um, who watched, who had more viewership, uh, UFC on ESPN Plus in America or the amount of people in England that watched Jets Falcons? Uh, oh, like on TV? Yeah, not actually at the I think game. The, I think the NFL probably crushed it. I, I, I assume they probably watched in it. In England? Yeah, in England. If you're not at the game, I feel like nobody in England watches the it. The NFL has a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of an EPL situation going on in England. Yeah, but the people that go to the games don't have, like, you see all types of jerseys. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, if you, yeah. but if you like, again, it's like America. Like, you'll see all kinds of, like, soccer jerseys, international jerseys. If you, they just like the sport a little bit, and they want to watch they the don't best representation. It. Well, they want to watch the best representation of it, which is the NFL. Which is the Jets and the Falcons. Yeah, right. They don't know. I mean, they don't. They, they, they don't. They don't. Not in the way that we would know. No, no. The, they know the difference between the NFL and the Canadian League in the same way, like we know the difference between the EPL and the Mexican League. Dude, it would be the same yeah. if they sent like Crystal Palace over here. We, right. we would and know we, it's and, not good. And would we still we? go. We still go watch that here. First off, Crystal Palace. That's the Ted Lasso team. Yeah. Don't don't disrespect CP. Well, yeah. he also coached uh, Wichita State football, which is not real. I don't believe it is not. No. <laughs> Has, have you watched Ted Lasso? I tried. Yeah. It's too I, positive. I can't. I, I, I'll tell you positive. what. The it's first bad. season was, oh, then you'll love the second season where it's all about him having panic attacks because his dad killed himself 20 years earlier. Those are just coming up now because you need Why? some sort of drama. Yeah, that should season. be the first episode. Yeah. No, yeah, they're it, just like, he's too happy. So his dad. I agree. He his, was too happy. His dad blew his brains out. Too positive. Well, I don't know. That's kind of toxic positivity. It's super positive. Like every episode, I I had to stop watching it. Yeah, that's why I watched Squid Game, which is a a dubbed over Korean show about pretty much. uh, It's a it's like a mixture of Saw, Hunger Games, and uh, is it Korean? Yeah, South Korean. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a whole plot about this girl who crosses over from North Korea. Mm. Yeah. But it's pretty good. If you can get over the uh, the voices not matching the, the mouths, I would actually prefer to read subtitles. Yeah, than, to, than the dubbing. They don't give you the option on Netflix, I don't think. Oh, they probably do if you pay for the 4K. Maybe. The higher Netflix, the premium. And there's a lot of like uh, stuff that you miss in English that they kind of gloss over yeah. with the, the dubbing. Because mm. apparently the show is about, like, the, the whole point is about humanity, like whether or not people would help their fellow human. You don't really get that with the English. What do you get? You get like just a lot of rich people, pretty much uh, financially gambling on, oh. uh, just human horses <laughs> killing each other. So it's Gladiator again. It's kind of yeah, a different game. It's like Gladiator mixed with Maze Runner or Hunger Games. With childhood games, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, did we solve CTE? Could just be the NFL. No, oh, that's deep. 
That's okay. Deep. How do you feel about this? Yuri Prohayev versus Tiago Santos. Tiago Santos, if Yuri does, wants to get busy, doesn't want to wait on Jan, he can come get the hammer. The hammer can suck it. Yuri's awesome. Don't, don't give him Santos. No. Yuri needs like a, a fun fight. I'm listening. Just give him a title shot. Who cares? That's fair. Just give him Jan. I mean, the light heavyweight division is, yeah, ridiculous. Right. What what inspired that thought? Uh, there was a Tiago Santos quote that came out recently. Him saying that uh, Yuri can get it. He called him out after his Johnny Hendricks win. Sure. And that fucking the Johnny Walker fight. Johnny Walker. Yeah. Johnny Walker was off. That that whole fight was terrible. Yeah. It was one of the worst fights of the year. You don't give him Yuri. He doesn't deserve Yuri. Yuri's fantastic. <laughs> I yeah. agree. I don't know. Shut up, Bob. Has, he, has Yuri fought Anthony Smith yet? Anthony Smith's always down the fight. He is. He is. So, but, yeah, okay. That'll work. What's, what's the UFC light heavyweight rankings right now? That doesn't matter. Uh, I think it's about that time. <laughs> I'd say so. It's about that time when we're looking into light heavyweight rankings right now. I mean, just, just while we're here, Jan won, Yuri two, it looks like. I mean, Reyes is out for a significant amount of time after... I don't, I don't think Glover. he ever woke up from Yuri's elbow. I think part of him died. His soul died that day. A little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah Reyes is still four. Raddick is five. Anthony Smith is six. Tiago Santos We need seven. to balance. We, you need some more kill cliff. You need to balance out the, the weed. You need. Yeah, I, I am out of freedom juice. Uh, if you're out there and listening, uh, don't we have some sort of promo code for this, Rob's Bob? locked into baseball. The Braves are going to lose, dude. It doesn't matter. Bros, just, just go to every website. Philly shit just on get here. over it. And type in bros. Just, just it's type drink, in, no, it's drinking bros. Type in drinking bros. Killcliff.com. Rob, Rob is, bros. Rob on, is in sports misery right now. Giorgio's too fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my back hurts I, from carrying the show. Um, Happy I also, Monday. I have my Zach Wilson headband on right now Got for no real reason. Fake business hoodie. But uh, yeah, this is the Monday morning recap. Hopefully, if you stuck with us this long, um, you're a real trooper and we appreciate you. Uh, go ahead and you know subscribe to the, the feed, Drinking Bro Sports. Rate us five stars if you, you care to after this episode. Um, and then, uh, yeah, go, go and check out me and uh, Rob's show, Softcore History, at the time. Yeah, Jesse's on tonight, so check it we out. Jesse Wiseman, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be back uh, next Monday. That's right. Until then. See you.